There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh. We're certainly thankful for each of you that tune into the podcast each and every day. Today, we're going to have to do something a little bit different. It's simply the fact that time has run out on me, and I did not get as far ahead last week as I needed to get ahead. And today, we're just busy with the youth week, and I got a lot of responsibilities. I did not get anything recorded. So what we're going to do is I had preached this morning, which is Monday morning, when I'm giving you this message, and you'll listen to this message on Tuesday and Wednesday of the podcast. It's a message called, I Am and I Will. I certainly do hope it's a blessing to you. I hope it's a help to you. This is the message God has given us for the podcast. In verse 12, I'll just read two verses. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation. That's what he said in fear and trouble. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I'm going to plug in on something that I preached last month. Some of you were privy to that. It's just what the Lord has given me in this. And I want to preach on the I will of the I am. The I will of the I am. We're going to turn quickly. We'll start in the book of Genesis, chapter 17. Genesis 17, then we will go to the book of Exodus and just clarify the I am just briefly. But in Genesis 17, the first mention that I found, there may be others, uh, but the first mention I found is in chapter 17, verse 1. When Abram was 90 years old and 9, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Then he said this, and I will. I am said, I will. I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. So two times in that passage, we see mention of the will of God. I will. And he says to Abraham that I will make my covenant between me and thee. Did God make that covenant? Yes, he did. Why? Because it was his will to make that covenant. And then he said, secondarily, he said, and will multiply thee exceedingly. Did he do that? Yes, he did exactly what he said he would do. Because God always says exactly what he's going to do, and then he does it. And he's the only only, uh, person that has the ability to do such. Why? Because he's God. He is I am. So he tells us the will of God concerning Abraham, two places. Secondarily, in Genesis 28, we'll see this concerning Jacob. In Genesis chapter 28, 
So start at verse 11. And he said, And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and laid down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I want you to really take notice of this phrase. I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac. And then he said this, the land whereon thou liest to thee will I give it and to thy seed. Again, the question, hypothetically, did God do what he said he would do? Yes, he did. It was his will that that be their land. It was his will that they be in the land that God had given to them. That's God's promise to them. Genesis chapter 35. We see, of course, now that Jacob, again, the Lord appears to him in verse 11 and verse 12, sorry, verse 9 of Genesis 35. And God appeared unto Jacob again when he came to Padanaram and blessed him. And God said unto him, Thy name is Jacob. Thy name shall not be called anymore Jacob, but Israel shall be thy name. And he called his name Israel. And they said in verse 11, And God said unto him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall be of thee, and kings shall come out of thy loins. Now, that is the promise to Jacob. Now Israel, that a nation would come out of him. Did God not put a nation in Israel? Did God not put a nation of Israel in Israel? Yes, he did. And the land which I gave Abraham and Isaac to thee, will I, I will give it. And to thy seed after thee will I give the land. Now, knowing what we've learned already just in this short time, I say to you, the Palestinians have no leg to stand on. The Muslims have no leg to stand on. That is God's promise to them. And by the way, God will do exactly what he said he will do. And that's not up for negotiation. Genesis 46. And we'll see again a mention concerning Israel in Genesis 46. And verse 3. And he said, I am God. There's that great statement again. The God of thy father... Fear not to go down into Egypt, for I will there make of thee a great nation. I will go down with thee into Egypt, I win, and I will also surely bring thee up again. Why? Joseph shall put his hand upon thine eyes. So God two times now tells him exactly what he's going to do. And he's going to send him down into Egypt land. He's going to bring him out of Egypt land. In Exodus chapter 3, God begins to fulfill that promise. Now let's start at verse 3, and we don't have to start at verse 1. Let's just read Exodus 3. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. He led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush, and he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush, and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, Here am I. Interesting, that's what Jacob said, Here am I. 
And by the way, you run that through the Bible, you find there's a lot of men. When God called them, they simply said, here am I. Isaiah said in Isaiah 6, he said, here am I, Lord, send me. So the response, he said, here am I. And he said, draw not nigh hither, put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am. God always identifies himself like this when he's speaking. He spoke to Abraham, he spoke to Isaac, he spoke to Jacob. Now he's speaking to Moses. I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And I want you to notice the linguistics of the I am here. And it's important for us to understand this. He makes several statements concerning Moses, concerning the promise that he's made to Jacob. And he says it on this wise. And the Lord said in verse 7, I have. There's a different tense there. I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. So it's interesting. The I am in his will knows their sorrows. He's heard. Now I want you all to listen to me for later in the message. He's heard their cry. He knows exactly where they are. You just... Amen. I am come down. There's an I am again. I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, to bring them up out of that land, into a good land and a large, unto a land flowing with milk and honey, unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come unto me, and I have, there it is again, also seen the oppression of, Wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. What did he promise Jacob? I will be with thee. I will send you down into Egypt land. I will also bring you out of Egypt land. Now God says, I've heard your cry. I will bring you out. I am going to deliver you like I promised I was going to deliver you. Come now, therefore, notice this, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh. Why? Because that's exactly how God's going to deliver them. He's going to use Moses dealing with Pharaoh, and he's going to speak to Pharaoh. He's going to identify himself as I am to Pharaoh. He's going to deliver his children just like he promised he would do. That thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go into Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with thee. Why? It was God's will to deliver them. God's will was to bring them out. God's will was to deliver them. God's will was not to leave them in Egypt land. And so he used Moses to bring them out. I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, the God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Now it's interesting, why would he say that? Because when he appeared to Abraham, how did he identify himself? Not as Jehovah, he identified himself as I am. I am the Lord your God. When he appeared to Isaac, how did he identify himself? I am the Lord, your God. When he appeared to Jacob, how did he appear? I am the Lord, your God. 
So when he tells the children of Israel, I'm going to bring you out of Egypt land, what does he tell Moses to tell them? I am that I am. Have sent you. And I am had a will for them. I am, can I say it this wise, had a plan for them. And it's all wrapped up in his purpose. Exodus chapter 6. I'll read through verse 8 with just a few comments. Then the Lord said unto Moses, Now shalt thou see what I will do. I'm going to perform my will, and you're going to sit back, and you're going to watch it take place. Moses that was fearful, Moses that said you couldn't speak, Moses that feared when you saw the bush burn, I'm going to perform my will, and you're going to watch it. For with a strong hand shall he let them go, and with a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. And God spake unto Moses unto him, I am the Lord. And this is what he identifies himself yet again. And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob. By the name of God Almighty, but by my name Jehovah, was I not known to them. And notice this word, but I have, again, past tense, also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land of their pilgrimage, where they were strangers. And I have also heard the groan of the children of Israel, whom the Egyptians kept in bondage, and I have remembered my covenant. Wherefore, say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. And I will rid you out of their bondage. And I will redeem you with a stretched out arm and with great judgments. And I will take to you for me for a people. And I will be to you for a, or a God. And you shall know that I am the Lord. Amen. Amen. How are they going to know that? Because they're going to see his will done. Amen. He's going to do exactly what he said he was going to do. And they will know that he is the Lord. I will take you to me for people, verse 7. I will be to you a God, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God, which bringeth you out from under the burden of the Egyptians. And I will, again, why the promise of God. I will bring you into the, under the land concerning the which I did swear to give it to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And I will, I will give it to you for an heritage. I am the Lord. Now, we've run from Abraham to Moses. And we've seen the objectives that God has set in his will. That he not only is going to deliver them, God is going to give them a land. God is going to give them inheritance. And God is going to make them a great and a mighty nation according to his will. The next 370 chapters are God doing exactly that. Did he make them a great nation? Yes, he did. Did he bring them out of Egypt land? Yes, he did. Did he make their seed very great upon the earth? Yes, he did. Did they all believe God? No, they did not. So what do we do? Should you have real salvation? With fear and trouble. Why do we doubt God? God moved that mass of people out of Egypt land and brought them across that Red Sea through that Red Sea rather. 
destroyed Pharaoh, delivered them from the hand of Pharaoh as he said he would do. God brought them into a land flowing with milk and honey. God made them a great nation. God established them as a great nation. God fed them in the wilderness. The feet did not swell. The clothes did not wear. God fed them with angels, food, manna from heaven. Yet wherein do we doubt? Wherein do we not believe God? Let's go to the Psalms, if you would. There's a couple more there in, in God dealing with Pharaoh, but I'd like to go to the Psalms. Psalm 46. Psalm 46 is three different psalms we'll look at here concerning this matter. But in Psalm 46, verse 10, be still and know that I am God. And what's those next two words? Somebody help me out with that. I will be exalted. Do we have to exalt him? No, we're commanded to. Do we have to exalt God? No, we can't exalt him enough. And he said, I will be exalted among the heathen. And by the way, that's part of his purpose. Amen. And today he's using the church to accomplish Amen. it. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Why? Because I am God. Will God be exalted? Yes, he will. Will you and I have a part in that? Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Yet he'll still be exalted. That's why, as we read in our text in Philippians 2, we didn't read that part, but the text before that, every knee shall bow. Why? Because he's going to be exalted. Every tongue shall confess. Why? Because he's going to be exalted. We're going to the next text in Psalm 50 and verse 7. Hear, O my people, and I will speak, O Israel, and I will testify against thee. I am God, even thy God. I will not reprove thee for thy sacrifices or thy burnt offerings to have been continually before me. I will take no bullock out of thy house, nor he goes out of thy folds. For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle upon a thousand hills. Why is that? Because there's a day coming when God's going to do exactly that according to his will with Israel. Because of who he is, I am. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. 
Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption all at night. Now the angels of God are rejoicing For the prodigal child has come home And the saints all with gladness are singing The glorious song of the redeemed